0: Happy new year everybody and welcome to the first no other pod of 2019 oh, oh, oh. i'm jimmy along as always with dan Kuzer. dan happy new year my friend what is going oh, on
1: happy new year bud uh my resolution was to get on here and do this pod with you today and i uh i've succeeded so uh yeah. here we are <laughs> there you go <laughs> you've have already completed all
0: of your goals for
1: 2019 I know. So, I don't know if I remember how to do this. How do we uh are people still <laughs> listening? Are people still with us? I hope
0: so. We took uh we took a, a, a holiday break uh for a week for Christmas yeah, and being Happy out of town Christmas. And, and
1: whatnot. Hanakwanzica for everybody.
0: Absolutely. Hope every- what what you do for uh for the holidays? Did uh did you stay stay around in Chicago?
1: Yeah, we stayed here. We 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 flew back in uh early november for a little trip so we just kind of kind of laid low here
0: that's good not a not a bad thing at all we went to visit some of my family in uh on the west coast and you know visiting family is good but uh sometimes it's even better to come home after you visit family
1: oh yeah um is it cold up there portland area
0: Uh, it was not too cold. It was actually colder in Kansas city, but it was very rainy. See, It rained just about every possible second we were there. Yeah.
1: I saw that the low in Chicago the other day, was like 31. And then on my watch, I can see Kansas as well. And the low was like 14. And I was like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. that sounds crazy back home there.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's been, it's been a cold one right now. Um, my watch tells me the weather outside is 21 degrees. Okay. So uh yeah, it is uh it is a little chilly. But hey. Oh,
1: good deal. The sun's um, coming around soon. We got we got soccer coming at us real fast. And I know people yes. are excited, man. I see people posting online. They're like, "Oh my god, can we just can we get this started already? Can we just go? I'm I'm sick and tired of the, this break." Yeah, we uh we're going to
0: have real live Sporting KC soccer here much Next month. sooner than we <laughs> realized, yeah. February 21st. That's the first game. Uh, you can Felipe literally say Champions
1: League. next month, sporting plays. Like what? That's so weird.
0: It's insane. And of course, you know, there's there's still some things to happen in between now and then. We have the Super Draft. We have a new primary jersey reveal. We're going to have more signings, potentially. We don't know for sure, but lots of stuff did to you see
1: happen. The, did you see the Revs drop their kit la- at midnight last night?
0: Oh, I did not, know. How it was yeah, look like. they
1: they literally did it at 11 p.m. Central Time, so it was midnight Eastern Time. Uh, just kind of, kind of looks like a dark white on black with some red red in there. It's it's mainly white, but it's uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you wish more clubs announced it like right away, or do you like they kind of wait? Uh, you know, one or two weeks before the first game. I mean, obviously Sporting's going to have to drop it earlier than most because. They got Champions League coming, right? Won't they want to debut it before Champions League?
0: Yeah, it'll it'll definitely come soon. I'm I mean, checking out to. the uh, I'm checking out the Revs kit right now. I feel like the Revs are always one of the first teams to reveal.
1: Well, their they got to get excited about something, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't have a lot to to usually get excited about. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's a so break not news bad. when you can. Yeah, it's not a badge. I mean it's it's not anything special, but hey, it's you know.
1: Well it we're in tow for a, a new primary this year. So we'll they'll scratch that uh the blue and white vertical striped one and we'll we'll have some kind of new primary kit.
0: Yeah, we will. And it's crazy because, you know, I know it's every two years you get, you know, a new either primary or secondary kit. Um I just I always it always seems like it goes by so fast. Because I remember we were actually you, me and Marissa were actually at the filming of the reveal video for this primary yeah. kit that we're about to retire
1: um that's true doesn't feel like that long ago <laughs> uh that was pretty nuts and we weren't allowed to tell anyone about it like it was very secretive
0: yeah like i remember we they had us all like packed in the stands at children's mercy park and uh they brought out some of the players and they were all wearing like oh, jackets we went and backstage beisler, we we did go backstage but the first time we saw it was we were packed in the stands and then beisler turned right. around and opened up the jacket and showed it to us and we all thought it was pretty cool um, that's true
1: and it was freezing they were all like you know the players were cold as hell oh
0: yeah yeah but then we did go backstage you're right and we filmed like those little like one-off um green yeah. screen videos and they used on the video board and, and stuff and marissa's yeah uh, and ahead of some games
1: i remember so. you said that and I, I i never did get to see it but i occasionally i had people texting me saying yo just saw you up on the video board and i was like that is super sad <laughs> that i'm not there to yeah. see that handsomeness so i don't know
0: yeah it, it it's a pretty interesting i mean I, I don't know how many people care or not but i thought it was interesting kind of how they do it because they just bring you into a room that they're filling with a fog machine and, a, and like a, a yeah. green screen and uh have you pretend to look intimidating for a second and then they just film you doing
1: stuff <laughs> so it was weird marissa got to like hold the flag or something i don't i don't remember it all that much but it was uh definitely cool man definitely a cool thing
0: yeah so i don't know it'll be interesting to see i assume uh I assume the new kit's gonna be another light blue of some sort, but uh I don't know. I don't
1: think so. Or, you know, maybe just we'll go crazy with like a an orange or something. <laughs> oh god. Let's not do
0: that. I yeah. uh we don't need any dynamo orange. I remember even when Swope Park revealed their orange jerseys, people kinda paused for a second and were like, Orange, really? Like yeah, were you who want cares? The dynamo that was, color?
1: That's true. They didn't like that at all because they're still they think of it as sporting and it's like swopes trying to be its own thing, but also be a yeah. company with sporting. Um, I don't know. I like different things. I like, I like our black one cause it's different. Um, you know, when the dynamo did their black and orange, I thought that was pretty slick. I thought it'd be yeah. really freaking hot in Houston with black, but you know, so okay. I don't know. Do you think they release it before champions league or do you think they wait till like before the season? Um, you know that's a good question.
0: I think they will reveal it before Champions League because I think See, um, I think so. Yeah, they so on Sporting's website they have an article and we're going to go through a couple of these things. But basically, it's like nineteen things to look forward to in twenty nineteen, and one yeah, of them yeah. it says is a new primary jersey, and it says that the new primary jersey will drop in quote the coming weeks, whatever that means. So, oh,
1: okay well yeah. i i I dig it um that that was a pretty sweet write up they have though nineteen things to look forward to, and I think you and I could even pick our favorites from there, but it's if there's one thing on there that's always a constant every year it's it's the jersey, and I always have a minute where I'm like uh eh, i'm I'm definitely gonna buy it, but I don't love it, and then I end up loving it anyway, <laughs> so yeah I think we were both like that about the black one, right. Yeah, you came around faster
0: than I did. Uh, I, I saw the black one and I was like, it's fine, but it's not anything special. And Sporting KC has always been very stylish yeah. with their jerseys. But then I saw the long sleeve one and I really loved the long sleeve version. And that's what I have. So, And I was first, like, uh, here
1: you go. Take my money. I don't need to think too hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the first long sleeve jersey I have purchased for Sporting KC. So,
1: Look at that. Not I don't bad. like long sleeves, man. I'm not an Iliad guy. I can't I can't wear long sleeves at all. I hate it. Yeah,
0: well, when it's 21 degrees in Kansas City, the long sleeve jersey comes in handy.
1: Um, I, won't, I won't do it. I gotta go short sleeves. These guns, you can't put the sleeves on the guns. You just can't. It's a show. You know what I'm man. saying? <laughs> That's true. That's true. We all got tickets. Um,
0: <laughs> so before we jump ahead to uh, to to look sure. at this, 19 things to be excited for 2019. Uh, article and, and and get into some other things for the coming year um you know obviously this is this is a new year we want to look forward but i do want to take a minute because i don't think we did this in our last pot of 2018 um do you have a favorite moment or, or maybe a couple if you can't narrow it down to one from last year but i just wanted to, to to see hey you know a lot happened last year it didn't end the way we wanted it to obviously in the playoffs but you know what what was like one or two highlights from the year for you for uh for the sporting kc season
1: you know, I think they they counted it. They did a twelve days of sporting, uh, counting down till New Year, where they released a new moment every year, and that kind of gave me a good base layer to really think about this. Because um, one of them that they talked about, which really stuck out in my mind, was because I got to be there was the the Real Salt Lake game at home. I mean, mm-hmm. it's huge playoff atmosphere. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's other moments throughout the year, but I didn't get to be to as many games as I wanted to. And I think that's all going to change next year because your boy's moving home. So I, uh, uh, I didn't get to experience those moments, but I was lucky enough to be at the RSL game. And so that, that really stands out to me just being a part of that. I mean, not having a playoff game. That's my first playoff soccer game I'd ever been to. So that'll always be, that'll always be in my mind for that until, until our next one.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's a good one, um, man. It's hard when, it, when it's been so many years on, on without a home playoff game, it's hard not to go with one of those, uh, one of those moments. Um, I think for me, I'm going to go early on in the season and you were actually there because it was when I went on the road to go see sporting Ooh. KC play in Chicago. And that was uh, fun. Yeah. The reason I'm picking this is one, it was the first time I'd, seen sporting play in chicago despite how close it is i just never actually made the trip two, yeah. it was cool to see you guys but three the actual game uh sporting kc kind of came from behind if i remember correctly and did. uh and and ended up winning i think it was four three was the final score line um if i remember correctly
1: well they but were up was... two nothing and then that's then right. went then they tied it then they went up three two then they tied it then they won four three i think that's how it was yep
0: yeah, it was it was a, a wildly emotional game, roller coasters up and down, um, but they ended up winning it. Uh, it was just a fun atmosphere um, because, you know, the cauldron was taunting all of the, uh, the the fire fans around us when we were up. And then the fire came back and tied it. And then we had like two little kids next to us that were just like saying all sorts of crazy stuff to us. Uh, and then it, it just kept going back and forth. Uh, I don't know. That was just a fun trip. So Absolutely. that was definitely one of the highlights for me. Um. yeah, I don't know. There. I mean, there was a lot of things to be excited for, um, a lot to build on. The emergence of Johnny Russell can't be understated in 2019. Um,
1: oh, sure. Daniel Shallowy coming in hot and then kind of dying down a little bit and then finishing hot. I mean, that kid's got great promise, and I don't think we want to see him go anywhere but up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, between him and Johnny, uh, Felipe coming in and kind of being that – um, under the radar signing, that kind of took took everyone by storm. Um, yeah, man, there, there's a lot to look forward to. There were rumors briefly, and uh, they weren't even really worth substantiating, I don't think, uh, about Johnny maybe going back to, to Europe. Really, I think he was just saying, hey, it's a long flight sometimes, but he loves it in Kansas City. Like, there's no reason Absolutely. he's going to go anywhere. So, Absolutely uh, right. I mean, especially when you think back, do you remember when when he signed? He was like, I'd stay up all night watching MLS because I just always wanted to play in America and I loved it. Like after that and the success he had here in Kansas City and the success the team had and how much the team loves him, there's just literally no reason. He got a a giant pay raise. There's no reason for him to leave. Do
1: you think he's a fan of Gerard Butler? (laughs) I have never asked him. Um, it's just, these are the real questions and I kind of need to find out. And if he is, then I got to think like, okay, what kind of Gerard Butler? Did you really like Phantom of the Opera? I mean, uh, is he a good character in How to Train Your Dragon? I, I just need to know. Um, I thought about this questions. the other day. Yeah, because I, I was watching the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Great movies, by the way. Don't make fun of me, but I really enjoyed them. <laughs> uh <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's Gerard Butler. Sounds kind of like uh, Johnny Russell's uh, family, I would assume. So, I don't know. Maybe he's a fan. <laughs> well, if
0: the opportunity ever arises, I will ask Johnny, are you a fan of Gerard Butler? Um, and if so, which Gerard Butler? Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, he'd, I don't know. He'd be, like, he'd be like, oh, Phantom of the Opera is my shit. <laughs> I really hope it is. That, oh, that'd that be would funny. Be, that would be my favorite if that's that was his favorite <laughs> Gerard Butler movie um oh, 300 dude ah oh, <clears throat> crazy yeah yeah there's a lot of good ones um <clears throat> anyway so yeah great moments in 2018 lots to look forward to in 2019 beginning with the Concacaf Champions League February 21st at Children's Mercy Park against Toluca FC of Liga MX um that's obviously something to look forward to in twenty nineteen but look there was we mentioned this you know nineteen things to look forward to in in twenty nineteen uh is is there anything in particular on this list that jumps out to you that you're like
1: yes that is what I am most
0: excited for
1: uh on the list on on their website yeah uh yeah an upgraded sporting k c mobile app no <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> on just. That. I'm just kidding. That is interesting, though. I do. I I'm a sucker for upgrading apps, dude. When I have like an update of something, I'm like, oh yes, updates. I'm fucking <laughs> jacked. You're the early adopter. Get yes. it the second it comes out. But you know, we're talking. We're talking field renovation. Sound cool. Um, um, I'm excited for Swope Park Rangers games because I really want to try to make it out to as many of those as I can. Um, been looking for homes anywhere from like Overland Park and Lenexa, even even in the. Uh, kck wyandotte area man i'm Mm -hmm. ready to be up there all the time but think about the women's world cup this summer and also the usa men's national team coming back to to children's mercy park for the gold cup
0: yeah man it's gonna be a big year jam-packed year full of
1: soccer Um, you got atlanta coming atlanta that's gonna be fun and i think uh you and i might need to make a road trip to minnesota yeah i I've I was
0: actually just thinking about that earlier today. It'll be the uh, the opening of Allianz Field, um, or however you say it. How do you say that? You say it. Is it uh, Ali- it's just
1: Allianz, right?
0: Alliance. I was trying to make it sound Aliens? fancier than it Alliance? is. <laughs> I think it's Aliens Field. I think that's what we should go with. Um, Maybe so. It's either probably Allianz or Allianz. I should know this. Um, I think probably it's, just a lie. You, I don't know. Juventus's stadium, I think, also is sponsored by Allianz. All, Allianz so is Bayern, is. dude. Um, man, those are your teams. You tell me how it's pronounced. I don't know anything.
1: I watch those games on mute a lot of the times. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, that'll be fun. I, um, you know, and, and, and we got a tweet about this tangentially earlier today, but I am actually really looking forward to seeing what Peter Vermees can do after having a full off season and full training with Christian Namath, uh, at, striker knowing that peter thinks that striker is his natural position um peter seems so excited about what namath can do at striker um he came in in the middle of the year he was a little disappointing maybe i think you can say because he didn't really take reins or take the reins of that starting striker position i don't know that that's ever really what peter expected him to do last year it seemed like it was a little bit more of a long-term move um but yeah, I mean, this mentions we got full seasons now for Andrew Fontes and Christian Namath.
1: Um, you think you think Namath is the guy? You don't think Hurtado is going to step up and take it from him?
0: No, not at all. I think it's Namath all the way. I saw I think, something uh, online
1: that says the depth chart has Hurtado on on the top.
0: Hmm. Where do you know where you quote saw that? My
1: source. I, I do not. <laughs> I just remember okay. seeing it somewhere. And I'm not sure, you know, it's, it could just be happenstance. It probably doesn't mean anything. It's probably not an official yeah. depth chart, but uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Well,
0: because Peter told the Kansas City Star that Namath is the guy. So um, I have well, no I reason, I guess, to... Diego could be the guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, now he'll be the guy in uh, in Colorado, which, by the way, I told you this the other day. I had, a, I guess you could call it a nightmare, that Matt Beesler was traded to Colorado um yeah what are you doing that for why what are you doing are you eating wrong what are you what's what's giving you these nightmares i don't know but it felt very real and like it was one of those things where i woke up and i had to like really sit there and think about it like wait a second is matt Beasler on the rapids now like what is going on and then it like took me a couple minutes like wake up and be like no that was a dream
1: time to lay off the peyote (laughs) (laughs) you know hey whatever helps you sleep um i'm just saying (laughs) <laughs> Dude, well what about uh... i mean champions league is huge this year i mean we've never i don't want to say never we we haven't been a part of it in a long time and this is gonna be very 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 fun
0: yeah it's gonna be awesome um you've kind of got this this home and away um bracket setup that they got now um it's it's yeah it's last hard time weird. we were
1: in it it was different
0: it was the group stage, yeah, and I think yeah. we played, like, Saprissa, and we went down to, like, Trinidad, maybe, to play
1: someone down there. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before that was, like, Cruz Azul. Yeah. Oh, that was in, like, the knockout round or some shit.
0: Yeah, so, it, you know, it's really hard to know fully what to expect because Toluca will be sort of in mid-season form. They'll, they'll be in, in, underway. Um, it'll obviously be Sporting's first competitive game of the year we will have had some preseason uh games in in like the mobile mini sun cup or whatever that we're technically still in this year um Mm -hmm. but i don't know like i think obviously peter's gonna take this very seriously and i think it's maybe a good thing to get a couple of games under our belt before the mls season starts but it's it's i'm I'm super pumped for it but it's hard to kind of know which sporting team will show up so
1: I know, it's we'll tough, see. too. You really don't have an off-season, and I really just hope people got out of, got out of the uh, city for a bit and was able to recoup. I know I was kind of keeping an eye on Roger. Um, him and his girlfriend were, like, down in Australia doing stuff. I think she's playing down there right now. But, you know, and Kyrie, Kyrie was posting, saying thank you, SKC fans. I think that was kind of his sign-off, like, goodbye, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I know, so,
0: man. I mean... I, I, it's gonna be pretty darn fun to, to watch, um, but like I mean, like Peter said, hey, we got we got them at Children's Mercy Park first, and then a week later on February 28th, we got to go to Mexico to play down there at 8,800 feet above sea level. So it's gonna to be tough, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a ton to look forward to. I mean, some other quick highlights from here, obviously. The core of the 2018 team is coming back, like we said. Um, there's that inaugural trip to to Minnesota, the inaugural trip to the Audi field, um, facing FC Cincinnati for the first time. Uh, we don't know if it'll be home or away because they're in the East. We'll only play them once. Um, I mean, are you at all excited to I, – I am always excited to see – the new expansion teams. I know they probably won't be great, but I just think it's kind of fun to see a new team. I don't know. What about you?
1: I I think it's fun. Yeah, I, I think it'll, I mean, Atlanta was certainly fun. New York city was certainly fun. And then you have your Orlando's in Minnesota. It'll just be, ex, it'll be interesting to see which kind of expansion team this is. I mean, is it, I think it'll be kind of a mixture of the two. I think it's going to be not as hype as an Atlanta, but uh, not as, not as down as like an Orlando or Minnesota.
0: Yeah, they've they've made some interesting moves, and and I think like you said, they won't be as as bad as as uh, as Minnesota, especially or or Orlando. But um, I don't think they'll be a playoff team. I just don't think they'll be embarrassing. So, but hey, it'll be fun to watch them uh, watch them play. So, mm-hmm. the other interesting thing uh, I think to look forward to in 2019, and MLS actually did a little bit of a write up about this, is how will Sporting Casey's kids continue to develop? Specifically Gianluca Buzio, Jalen Lindsay, and Lil Kuz, Cous, Juan Kuzain. Um, they had a write-up about the top 10 MLS talents poised for a breakthrough campaign in 2019, and they kind of grouped all these three together, but they were on this list. So do you foresee them continuing to build on their playing time in 2018? And if so, you know... is there one of those three you're most excited for?
1: Yes, I don't know where Kuzain really fits into this lineup right now, um, or this roster in in a whole. But I can see Busio and Lindsay really fighting for some spots now. I don't know if you see videos of these guys in the locker rooms, but they are always they're always getting hyped, dude. They're always dancing, and it's because they are children, and it's because the <laughs> old guys the old guys want to go take a nap, or you know, read a book and go go get a bath. But they're always getting hype in the locker room, doing crazy dances and stuff. And I'm I'm here for it. I want to dance with them. Uh, but I'm <laughs> I'm pretty excited for Busio, man. He is the youngest of the three, and probably the one with the most promise. I mean, he's going to all these men's national team camps. Uh, his hair is just gorgeous. Um, I don't know. I, that's that's my boy right there. Yeah, I mean, you make a good
0: point. The midfield team,
1: Koospoos. <laughs> team Kus-Kus-Bus. Um,
0: the, uh, the midfield for Sporting KC is very crowded, especially after the acquisition of Kellen Rowe. Um, I, you know, both Buzio and Juan Cousin are midfielders. Um, I don't know how you fit all of these pieces in. Granted, there's going to be a lot of rotation for CCL, for the condensed regular season schedule, for the Open Cup. I think you'll, you'll, you'll see these guys get playing time, um, Lindsay, I think, will be real interesting because, um, Zussi's not going to be able to play every single game like he did last year. It's just not going to be possible. And we're not going to have quite as much of an issue at depth at left back because we'll have Seth Sinovic and Rodney Wallace. Uh, so I think we might actually see Jalen Lindsay get some time at his natural position of right back this year, whether it be in MLS or Open Cup or whatnot. So, I'm excited for that too. Um yeah, it's absolutely. just it's a it's a real good feeling to have three quality talented young players like this um all on one team because if you look at all of the other players on this list I mean it's just one player per team and then you got Sporting KC with three. They couldn't decide which one to put on there so they put all three. So not a bad problem to have.
1: No, not a bad little trio at all. It's a uh very promising for those for those young three kids and uh I think they'll get a lot of swope time as well. Absolutely.
0: Um we also know, so we we mentioned, the first game is on Thursday, February 21st at Children's Mercy Park against Toluca. Second game, Thursday, February 28th, a week later in Mexico against Toluca. Those are the two first CCL games. Um we know our first two MLS regular season games now too. Um, we don't know the full schedule, but they announced the home openers and Sporting Casey will kick off the regular season schedule Sunday, March 3rd at LAFC. So we played them here to finish the regular season. We go there to start the regular season in 2019. And then we open the season at home Sunday, March 10th against the Philadelphia union. I'm guessing these are both national TV games since they're on Sundays, but, uh, I mean, hey, and in 2018 with a win against uh, LAFC, hopefully we start 2019 with a win against LAFC. Um, That'd be crazy.
1: Oh, they'd be so mad. You know, they're already they're ready for revenge, man. They're ready. Yeah, of course they are. Um, and that's a league. That's a conference game. I mean, you got to take this. Isn't like playing NYC your very first game, and it's it's okay if you lose because they're in the different conference. You know.
0: Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting to see LAFC in their second year what, if any, changes, you know, they, they make as far as playing style or 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 whatnot. You know, Bob Bradley obviously had a pretty good side. Um, they couldn't make it as far in the playoffs as they would have hoped. Um, but they still got some some young guys to mix in with some of the older guys. I mean, they still got Benny out there, he's getting up there in age. But, you know. Young players like Diego Rossi and Andre Horta and Latif Blessing. They're an exciting team. So oh, yeah. um, they probably have a little bit of an advantage too, because Thursday, February 28th, we're playing at 8,800 feet in Mexico. And then three days later, we're playing in LA. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a, l- a little bit of a challenge, but hey, you know. We might that mean you know what that means is we might not see Sporting KC's full strength lineup in our MLS opener because depending on the team Peter puts out in Mexico three days later, we might actually see someone like Buzio or Lindsay or Juan Kazan start that first MLS opener, depending on what happens in Mexico.
1: Yeah, so. we're not gonna phone it in for the Champions League. That's for damn sure. When he Peter knows we have a very serious shot at, at doing some business here. He's not just going to say, okay, we got to concentrate on the league. You know, we'll phone it in for this Champions League. Absolutely. But I think that's what, like, when people were so worried, like, man, like, are we
0: going to trade Ike because we already have Beasler and Fontes? Or we got all the, like, where does Kenlin Rowe fit in? And Botan. Um, And yeah, forgot about him. Uh, Bakara. Borath Botan. (laughs) Baraka, whatever his name is that we called him. That's what it is. From. Yeah. From, uh, is that Mortal Kombat? I think. Uh, um, yeah, we, we got, we, we need all these depth players because of how jam packed this schedule is going to be. So, um, it's going to be so much fun, man. There's going to be so much soccer going on and it will be
1: insane. Yeah. Um, I'm jacked up, man. I'm jacked. A lot of being the new year right now. We got a lot of things going on on our plate and, uh, I'm excited to get back up there and, and watch some soccer with everybody. For sure. Um,
0: we're all, we're looking at, well, maybe we'll have a little bit more uh, pod tailgates when you're back, you know, probably not every oh, single yeah? week, but you know, we'll, 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 we'll mean, do some more get togethers. I'll be tailgating so, every week. That's for damn sure. Well, that's, that's true. You will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll, we'll do some exciting stuff when, when you're back here yeah um, before then, the only the only real like big off season date or dates left, I guess, is, oh, is yeah, the, a couple weeks um, the MLS Combine, which I think is January third, so Thursday. That's this week. Yeah, that's Thursday, and then the draft is the eleventh. So we're not going to spend a and ton of time they, on the draft,
1: but I think they televised that combine, um, like on streaming somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think last year they streamed it on MLS Soccer dot com. It's basically just a game of all the prospects.
1: Yeah, I know. So, I want to see people like run the forty yard dash and stuff. <laughs> Give me some some cone drills.
0: I want to see how many bench press reps you can get. Um, oh, seriously? Yeah, it's it's not it's not Maybe the squats. NFL Combine. Some squats. Yeah, um,
1: they don't soccer players of, don't have a chest unless you're Tim.
0: No. <laughs> Yeah, Tim Tim's good, um, but I don't know. Like yeah, it's it's not uh, there's only so much you can can learn from a single game. So and and realistically, these guys aren't going to get playing time in 2018 anyway. So it's uh it'll be SPR roster fillers pretty much is what it's going to be. So Yeah. But it will be on January 11th. We'll talk about who gets drafted, but we probably, neither
1: of us are That's, college scouts. So it's boring, guys. It's kind of a way to, it's kind of how we Americanize the sport some more while, by having a draft. I mean, other places don't, other countries don't have drafts. That's just ludicrous. And, and let me tell you, countries are still laughing at us, but they, they respect the growth of the game here, Jimmy. And let me tell you this I was helping this lady at work the other day, and she is from France and has been in the country for a few years now. And, uh, I don't know how we started talking about it. We were talking about sports of some sort. And, uh, she's like, Oh no, I'm just, I'm a big soccer fan. And so my ears light up. I'm like, Oh, you're a soccer fan. Okay. You know, what teams do you support? And, um, she asks me and naturally I'm like, I know she don't give a shit about MLS, but I'm going to drop sporting Kansas city. And I said, yeah, I follow major league soccer, um, sporting Kansas city is my club where, where I'm from. And, uh, she, you know, she was a Barcelona fan and she kind of like, she kind of chuckles when I said I'm support I support MLS and I'm thinking, oh, you goddamn bitch, you don't chuckle at me. <laughs> I, this, you don't, don't make a mockery out of our sport. All right. We, we can play it too. And, but she kind of said something. She's like, you know, it's really cool what America has all these sports. Europe just follows soccer. Like that's all they really have over there. She's like, I tried to get into NBA a little bit. Uh, American football is too brutal. And I'm like, yeah, people get concussions and kill their family. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but oh, it's not boy. funny. But no, anyways, no, she kind of laughed at us, but also was like, you know, hey, but it's growing, though. And I really think, you know, and I think once it grows, uh, America will be the best at it, just like they're the best at everything else. And I was like, boom. Yes. Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It was uh it was kind of cool. So, little little fun story there for you. It's cool. I mean,
0: it I you know, it, it is growing. I actually got a book for Christmas that I'd heard is is interesting uh or excuse me, for my birthday. I heard it's interesting. It's interesting. Haven't read it yet, but it's called Soccernomics. Have you read this book? Or Ooh, heard of it? I have not. But basically it talks about why like why the game is growing uh in countries like the United States and why the United States will be able to compete for world cup championships at all. It says like the United States, Iraq and like one other country specifically is why it says why they'll one day compete for world cup titles. So I'm excited to read it, see what it says. I've heard it's huh. good. So I'll, Very uh, cool. I'll, I'll read it and give a review, but, um, soccer Sounds is awesome. growing here as long as, uh, the U S soccer federation can get its crap together, which it seems less and less like it's able to do, but, right you know we'll see um we got a couple fan questions here I do want to get to um so let's uh let's see what we got here um one of our fans um I I don't think this person has ever tweeted us before um they're from Omaha Nebraska so hey maybe Bob and Weave knows them or maybe this is Bob and Weave's burner I don't know but uh the twitter handle is be funny damn nut so thank you for this tweet um but this person said that they were watching harry kane pop up in the midfield for tottenham so he could connect passes passes with christian erickson and deli ali and son um and so he was he or she was saying that they can't help but think that in 2019 Vermees kind of has a plan for for Christian Namath where he'll kind of pop in and out of the midfield in the same sort of fashion, you know, and try to make connections between um, Felipe Gutierrez and Johnny Russell and Daniel Shallowy and, 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 and that basically this whole connection between all of them will be real fun to watch. So I don't know if we should be comparing Christian Namath to Harry Kane, but... Uh, I guess the question is: Are you excited to see what Namath can do now that he's had a full off season and 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 a number of months training with these players
1: he's never played with before? Oh boy, I don't know, man. Um, I, I guess I'm kind of excited, kind of nervous about it. Yeah, that's fair. It, it, it's kind of a
0: a, a risky move. I would say to go into the season, at least claiming that name, it's going to be your number one when he really hasn't shown since he came back even to MLS and granted the Revs are kind of a dysfunctional mess, but he hasn't really shown that he could recapture what he did four years ago in 2015. So right. it's a risk, but I guess if it works out, Peter looks like a genius.
1: So, <laughs> that is
0: true. Um, a couple other questions to go through. Um, which game are you most looking forward to this season? Um, This is from uh, uh, Garrett Talley. um, And and he specifically calls out Atlanta United at home, away at Minnesota, away at Orlando, home versus Portland. It could be any other game too, but do you have one in particular you're looking forward to?
1: One particular game I'm looking forward to. Um, I think Atlanta at home is going to be crazy. I mean, We've never lost to them, so that's that's a good one. And any home game you got to look forward to. But on top of that, would probably be that trip to Minnesota and their new stadium, dude, and a trip to DC and their new stadium.
0: Mm-hmm. As long as so I forget DC's... that we're going
1: to two new stadiums. <clears throat> yeah, as long as DC Stadium doesn't fall on us. Um... Well, wait, we might be going to three new stadiums if we're going to FC Cincinnati. Yeah, I think they'll
0: still be playing in Cincinnati's football stadium, University of Cincinnati's football stadium. I'm oh, not okay. 100% still sure. will be new to us. Yeah, but it'll be new to us for sure. And that environment is crazy. Like, they pull 30-plus yeah, thousand fans easy. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I mean, we played Atlanta at home in their first year, but this will be their third year in the league, their MLS Cup champions. It's going to be a whole new level. Um compared to what the first time around was. So that's going to be really fun. And yeah, like you said, I really would like to get to Minnesota. I've been up there once. You've been up there once to see them play at TCF bank stadium, but man, their new stadium looks so gorgeous. So yeah, it looks fun. I'm excited about that. And then, uh, <laughs> Sierra girl, 46 asks, what's the new signing that you're most excited about? Um, we don't have that many, but, of the few that we do have, do you have one you're, you're kind of looking forward to seeing most?
1: I'd like to see Rodney Wallace get out there and do some things, man. Um, cause I think he will absolutely get some playing time, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, he uh, he was typically... Uh, a, a left winger of sorts for NYCFC, but Sporting was very clear in their release, and then subsequent reporting after has shown that he will be a left back, and he is being brought in specifically to challenge and push Seth Sinovic for that starting job. So, um, whether he wins it or not, like we said before, I think he'll get playing time because of all the games. Um, I'm excited yeah. for him, but I'm really excited to see how Peter Vermees uses Kellen Rowe because he, you know, he's a young midfielder who Peter has apparently had his eye on since before he came to MLS. He wanted to draft him. Um, I think he's a really talented player. He was underutilized in new England. And I'm curious where he fits in with this roster construction because the midfield's kind of crowded. He could be used as a winger, but we still got Daniel. We still got Johnny. We still got Jerso. Johan can be a winger. So we sort of have, uh, a plethora of these attacking options to, to sort of mix and match. So I'm excited to see how Peter uses him, but however Sweet, it is, man. hopefully, uh, hopefully it works out. Um, is there any other big sporting KC news that you can think of that I'm missing? We got a couple like MLS league wide uh, topics that we want to touch on uh, before we sign off here in a little bit, but I tried to do like a catch up
1: of, of the last couple of weeks, but I, I think I covered it all yeah. right. Nothing really new, like, you know, the whole league just kind of shuts down for two weeks during the holidays, um, so it's a little tougher to find things to talk about, but I think we did more than enough. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's not quite your hour-long podcast here, but we pretty much pretty much covered it all.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, there are a couple of, of league-wide notes I want to hit. Uh, first, um, you know, this was sort of the heartbreaking news of the break that we had, but Siggy Schmidt, um, passed away at just 65 years old. He passed on Christmas day. Um, he's the all time winningest MLS head coach. Um, he was obviously with the galaxy and then spent a, a, a good amount of time, um, with Seattle. Um, he did a lot for, soccer in the united states he he spent some time coaching um ucla where he played um was a fantastic coach there really affected a lot of players um who, who have come up through the u.s soccer system so not much to say yeah, i guess crazy. other than we're thinking about his his family and and uh all of his friends and you know rest in peace siggy and and thanks for everything you did for the sport So
1: yeah, the dude never wanted to retire. I guess Peter Vermees was uh was interviewed about this, and he he was saying like, you know, people wanted Siggy to retire, and that just wasn't him. Like he he wanted to stay around the game as long as he could. Yeah, Um, Peter
0: actually played for Siggy in in with the U.S. men's national team prior to the 1994 World Cup. And then he coached alongside him with the U twenties before the 2005 world championships. Um, you know, he, he, like you said, he asked if he was going to retire and, and then he goes, I realized it was a silly question. He was not the type to retire. And you saw that he coached right up through, uh, most of the 2018 season. Um, and then unfortunately, you know, he passed, but, Peter said he, they always kept in touch and he knew he was ill so that it was devastating to hear. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just a a heartbreaking story. So, you know, like we said, our thoughts are are with Siggy and his family and friends. So, yeah, for real. Um, no real great transition from that. So we're just going to do it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) we, we knew that, uh, Atlanta United was in search of a new coach um, because uh Tata Martino uh, has left the club um and they found one. Atlanta United hired Frank De Boer as their head coach. Um do you know much about Frank De Boer? Had you heard of had had you heard much about him before Atlanta hired him? I have not, no. Okay, so Frank Deboer, um, he spent years with Ajax in the Netherlands and and was very, very, very successful. Um, he played for like nearly 11 years with Ajax, had more than 300 appearances there before he went on to Barcelona. Um, he, he coached Ajax for seven years, was was very successful there, was was really sort of the hot coaching prospect for a while. Everton even almost hired him um, away from Ajax the year they hired Ronald Koeman. He was very successful there. Got, he left Ajax to go coach Inter, um, in uh, Syria. Um, to say that he couldn't replicate his success at Inter is a little bit of an understatement. He got fired after just being in charge for 85 days and left Inter in 12th place in Syria. So, not great. Um, he then went on to Crystal Palace in 2017 um, and was fired just 10 weeks after being hired when Palace lost their first four matches and didn't score a single goal the first team in 93 years to have begun a top flight season that way. So he was really great at Ajax, really bad at enter and really bad at crystal palace. And now he's in Atlanta United. So I don't know where that leaves Atlanta United, but that's a quick whirlwind of Frank DeBoer.
1: A little downgrade, so, I guess, huh? Yeah.
0: A lot of people, a lot of fans in MLS are kind of laughing at this higher, um, Then there's people like Matt Doyle who are like, why would you think Frank DeBoer is is not good enough for MLS? Some people have kind of compared Ajax's style to Atlanta United style, Young, attacking style, but I don't know. I don't think he's as good as Tata Hmm. Martino, and they're going to have to figure out a lot of stuff because there's still rumors that Miguel Almiron might get transferred out or uh, trying to figure out if they can keep Joseph Martinez or not, so... Atlanta's probably not gonna be quite as dominant as they were last year, I don't think, and we're so. all
1: really sad about that.
0: we're <laughs> <more> heartbroken really <laughs> um, yep, speaking of Miguel Almiron, there's rumors Newcastle was looking to sign him, maybe now apparently real uh Batiste, um the Spanish side might be trying to to come get him. No one really knows, but um supposedly Atlanta signing pity Martinez from river plate. They cannot keep Miguel Almiron, Ezekiel Barco, Joseph Martinez, and sign pity Martinez because they're all designated player levels and they're all too high salaries to be bought down. So someone's got to go, uh, who that is. Well, damn remains yet to be seen, but there will be some changes. And then lastly for Atlanta, and this is the one I really want to get your thoughts on. Mr. Breck Shea has joined Atlanta United, um, which seems like the strangest possible fit to me. I don't know about you.
1: Pretty weird. I uh I don't understand it, but it's pretty weird.
0: He's uh he's 28 years old. He's played left back and left wing. I assume they're signing him as a Greg Garza replacement. Um He's played for a number of clubs in MLS. You know, Dallas, Orlando, Vancouver. Um, he's the, he, is he maybe the weirdest person in the
1: league? Do you think? He's a little different. Yeah. Like if you look, I don't up know his, what position he plays to be honest, because he's played them all. Yeah. He was on, he was in he the used US to be Men's right national
0: back. team for a while, but I don't know. And he's then he's still,
1: played, he played striker a little bit for Vancouver and right back for Orlando and he's, he grew you know grew up through the Texas system and it's just weird it's weird if you look up just google image pictures of Breck Shea and see yeah. what happens the dude does not have a single image dude and he's very into art and i read something like his goal celebration which hadn't had one of those in a while is that he <laughs> he like covers his covers his face because of some street artist that used to always cover his face so he couldn't be caught by the cops or something
0: hmm
1: okay and yeah. he, he's very into art it's very crazy and, and artist's pretty, pretty are pretty weird yeah the,
0: the dude's different um i'm really excited to see what happens because he's the type of guy i think that will drive atlanta fans crazy because he's not just like a and he's not in the mold of greg garza or he's like a you know someone who'll who will work hard and give everything or whatnot without like some of his side antics. Like there's going to be side antics when it comes to Breck Shea. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. I I think Atlanta might take a step back this year, but we'll see. Um, and I guess really the last, there's, there were a lot of moves. We're not going to go over all of them, but the other one that's kind of noteworthy I wanted to mention just because there's a little interesting twist here is Toronto FC signed Laurent Simon. Um, who had been with LAFC, but then he left because supposedly he missed home in Belgium and got homesick. But now he's going to Toronto, which is interesting because previously he had spent much of his career with Montreal. And when Montreal traded him to LAFC, he was super pissed because his daughter yeah, was. like had a medical condition that she was getting special treatment for in Montreal. So I kind of feel like this is like his revenge. Now he's like, well, screw you. I'm going to go to Toronto. I'm just going to beat your ass all the time. So (laughs) we'll see. Um, I don't know if Toronto's capable of beating anyone's ass anymore, but we'll see. So definitely not.
1: Definitely not.
0: But I don't know, man, that was sort of my whirlwind catch up of uh, things around MLS that happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, That's pretty much all I got. Do you have anything you want to uh, finish out the pod uh, for our good listeners with?
1: No, I don't think so. Uh, thank you guys for hanging in there and you know, no new reviews or anything this week, man. So uh, if you guys have yet to do that, maybe we have some new listeners for the new year. Uh, I know we probably had some people jumping on. Maybe they just decided they want to start watching soccer and listen to the best Sporting Kansas City podcast they can think of. So welcome and uh, review the show. Let us know what you think. We're pretty cool sometimes. We know some things and uh, sometimes we're just idiots. So thanks again yeah that's
0: uh i feel like every every couple weeks we get a new uh we get a new tagline for the show and i feel like our new one now is we know some things but sometimes we're just idiots that's true (laughs) (laughs) um that might be the title of this episode but anyway (laughs) um Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for for listening as dan said give us that rating and review um Follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at DanKuser, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Shoot us an email, pod at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah, we'll be back next week, every Wednesday as usual. We'll be uh, revving us up for the, the preseason and the Champions League coming up. So, until then, I'm Jimmy. He's Dan. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Happy
1: New Year.